0: This is the one year Bible reading for February 28th. And I don't know about you, but I am unreasonably excited that it is the last day of February today. And um, living in Maine, we look forward to the start of spring with great expectation. We're beginning in Leviticus chapter 22, verse 17. And the Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons and all the Israelites these instructions which apply both to native Israelites and to the foreigners living among you. If you present a gift as a burnt offering to the Lord, whether it is to fulfill a vow or is a voluntary offering, you will be accepted only if your offering is a male animal with no defects. It may be a bull, a ram, or a male goat. Do not present an animal with defects because the Lord will not accept it on your behalf if you present a peace offering to the lord from the from the herd or the flock whether it is to fulfill a vow or as a voluntary offering you must offer a perfect animal it may have no defect of any kind you must not offer an animal that is blind crippled or injured or that has a wart a skin sore or scabs such animals must never be offered on the altar as special gifts to the lord But if a bull or lamb has a leg that is too long or too short, it may be offered as a voluntary offering, but it may not be offered to fulfill a vow. If an animal has damaged testicles or is castrated, you may not offer it to the Lord. You must never do this in your own land, and you must not accept such an animal from foreigners, and then offer it as a sacrifice to your God. Such animals will not be accepted on your behalf, for they are mutilated or defective, and the Lord said to moses when a calf or lamb or goat is born it must be left with its mother for seven days from the eighth day on it will be acceptable as a special gift to the lord but you must not slaughter a mother animal and her offspring on the same day whether from the herd or the flock when you bring a thanksgiving offering to the lord sacrifice it properly so that you will be accepted Eat the entire sacrificial animal on the day that it is presented. Do not leave any of it until the next morning. I am the Lord. You must faithfully keep all my commands by putting them into practice, for I am the Lord. Do not bring shame on my holy name, for I will display my holiness among the people of Israel. I am the Lord who makes you holy. It was I who rescued you from the land of Egypt. And I might be your God, that I might be your God. I am the Lord the lord said to moses give the following instructions to the people of israel these are the lord's appointed festivals which you are to proclaim as official days for holy assembly you have six days each week for your ordinary work but the seventh day is a sabbath day of complete rest an official day for holy assembly it is the lord's sabbath day and it must be observed wherever you live In addition to the Sabbath, these are the Lord's appointed festivals, the official days for holy assembly that are to be celebrated at their proper times each year. The Lord's Passover begins at sundown, on the 14th day of the first month. On the next day, the 15th day of the month, you must begin celebrating the festival of unleavened bread. This festival to the Lord continues for seven days, and during that time, the bread you eat must be made without yeast on the first day of the festival all the people must stop their ordinary work and observe an official day for holy assembly for seven days you must present special gifts to the lord on the seventh day the people must again stop all their ordinary work to observe an official day for holy assembly then the lord said to moses give the following instructions to the people of israel when you enter the land i am giving you and you harvest its first crops bring the priest a bundle of grain from the first cutting of your grain harvest on the day after the sabbath the priest will lift it up before the lord so that it may be accepted on your behalf on that same day you must bring you must sacrifice a one-year-old male lamb with no defects as a burnt offering to the lord with it you must present a grain offering consisting of four quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil it will be a special gift a pleasing aroma to the lord You must also offer one quart of wine as a liquid offering. Do not eat any bread or roasted grain or fresh kernels on that day until you bring this offering to your God. This is a permanent law for you, and it must be observed from generation to generation, wherever you live. From the day after the Sabbath, the day you bring the bundle of grain to be lifted up as a special offering, count off seven full weeks. Keep counting until the day after the seventh Sabbath, fifty days later. Then present an offering of new grain to the Lord. From wherever you live, bring two loaves of bread to be lifted up before the Lord as a special offering. Make these loaves from four quarts of choice flour and bake them with yeast. They will be an offering to the Lord from your first of your crops. Along with the bread, present seven one-year-old male lambs with no defects, one young bull, and two rams as a burnt offering to the Lord. These burnt offerings together with the grain offerings and liquid offerings will be a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Then you must offer one male goat as a sin offering and two one-year-old male lambs as a peace offering. The priest will lift up the two lambs as a special offering to the lord together with the loaves representing the first of your crops these offerings which are holy to the lord belong to the priests that same day will be proclaimed as an official day for holy assembly a day on which you do no ordinary work this is a permanent law for you and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live and this if i'm not mistaken is the festival of pentecost when you harvest the, cro- the crops of your land do not harvest the grain along the edges of your field and do not pick up what the harvesters drop leave it for the poor and the foreigners living among you i am the lord your god the lord said to moses give the following instructions to the people of israel on the first day of the appointed month in early autumn you are to observe a day of complete rest It will be an official day for holy assembly, a day commemorated with loud blasts of a trumpet. You must do no ordinary work on that day. Instead, you are to present special gifts to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, Be careful to celebrate the Day of Atonement on the tenth day of that same month, nine days after the festival of trumpets you must observe it as an official day for holy assembly a day to, de- to deny yourselves and present special gifts to the lord do no work during that entire day because it is a day of atonement when offerings of purification are made for you making you right with the lord your god all who do not deny themselves that day will be cut off from god's people and i will destroy anyone among you who does any work on that day you must not do any work at all this is a permanent law for you and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live this will be a sabbath day of complete rest for you and on that day you must deny yourselves this day of rest will begin at sundown on the ninth day of the month and extend until sundown on the tenth day and the lord said to moses give the following instructions to the people of israel Begin celebrating the Festival of Shelters on the 15th day of the appointed month, five days after the Day of Atonement. This festival to the Lord will last for seven days. On the first day of the festival you must proclaim an official day for holy assembly when you do no ordinary work. For seven days you must present special gifts to the Lord. The eighth day is another holy day on which you present your special gifts to the Lord. This will be a solemn occasion, and no ordinary work may be done on that day. These are the Lord's appointed festivals. Celebrate them each year as official days for Holy Assembly by presenting special gifts to the Lord—burnt offerings, grain offerings, sacrifices, and liquid offerings—each on its proper day. These festivals must be observed in addition to the Lord's regular Sabbath days, and the offerings are in addition to your personal gifts—the offerings you give to fulfill your vows, and the voluntary offerings you present to the Lord remember that this seven-day festival belongs uh, to the lord the festival of shelter begins on the fifteenth day of the appointed month after you have harvested all of the produce of the land the first and the eighth day of the festival will be days of complete rest on the first day gather branches from magnificent trees palm fronds boughs from leafy trees and willows that grow by the streams then celebrate with joy before the lord for seven days You must observe this festival to the lord for seven days every year this is a permanent law for you and it must be observed in the appointed month from generation to generation for seven days you must live outside in little shelters all native-born israelites must live in shelters this will remind each new generation of israelites that i made their ancestors live in shelters when i rescued them from the land of egypt i am the lord your god so, the, so Moses gave the Israelites these instructions regarding the annual festivals of the Lord. And if you have not studied this yourself, I really recommend looking at how the events in Jesus's life uh, tended to occur on these high holy days and festivals. It's a fascinating study and just shows how he came to fulfill the law and the prophets. Mark 9 verse 30 leaving that region they traveled through galilee jesus didn't want anyone to know he was there for he wanted to spend more time with his disciples and teach them he said to them the son of man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies he will be killed but three days later he will rise from the dead they didn't understand what he was saying however and they were afraid to ask what he meant after they arrived at capernaum and settled in a house Jesus asked his disciples, What were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve disciples over to him, and said, Whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Then he put a little child among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my Father who sent me. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he wasn't in our group. Don't stop him, Jesus said. No one who performs a miracle in my name will soon be able to speak evil of me. Uh, Anyone who is not against us is for us. If anyone gives you even a cup of water because you belong to the Messiah, I tell you the truth, that person will surely be rewarded. But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone hung around your neck. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one hand than to go into the unquenchable fires of hell with two hands. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one foot than to be thrown into hell with two feet. And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. It's better to enter the kingdom of God with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the maggots never die and the fire never goes out. For everyone will be tested with fire, or some translations say salted with fire salt is good for seasoning but if it loses its flavor how do you make it salty again you must have the qualities of salt among yourselves and live at peace with one another i was reading in my commentary today about what that meant to be salted with fire and interestingly it probably refers back to leviticus which we've been re- reading leviticus 2:13, which states that the grain offerings are to be offered with the salt of the covenant since salt is a preservative and fire is often used as a purifier the metaphor speaks of preserving and purifying and he says you must have the qualities of salt a preservative and live at peace with one another so we are to be ones that preserve peace then jesus left capernaum and went down to the region of judea and into the area east of the jordan river once again crowds gathered around him and as usual he was teaching them some Pharisees came and tried to trap him with this question should a man be allowed to divorce his wife Jesus answered them with a question what did Moses say in the law about divorce well he permitted it they replied he said a man can give his wife a written notice of divorce and send her away but Jesus responded he wrote this commandment only as a concession to your hard hearts but God made them male and female from the beginning of creation. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. Later, when he was alone with his disciples in the house, they brought up the subject again. He told them whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries someone else she commits adultery psalm 44 O god we have heard it with our own ears our ancestors have told us of all you did in their day in days long ago you drove out the pagan nations by your power and gave all the land to our ancestors you crushed their enemies and set our ancestors free they did not conquer the land with their swords It was not their own strong arm that gave them victory. It was your right hand and strong arm and the blinding light from your face that helped them, for you loved them. You are my king and my God. You command victories for Israel. Only by your power can we push back our enemies. Only in your name can we trample our foes. I do not trust in my bow. I do not count on my sword to save me. You are the one who gives us victory over our enemies. You disgrace those who hate us. O oh God, we give glory to you all day long and constantly praise your name. Proverbs 10:19: Too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. And to end today, we are on our very last Psalm of Ascent. You thought we'd never get here, but here we are, Psalm 134. And it says in verse one, praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who minister by night. We come now to the last of the songs of ascents, the key word of which is quite clearly praise. In Psalm 120, the first of the Songs of Ascent, the key word you remember was renunciation, a no to the world that is a yes to God. If the life of a pilgrim begins with renunciation and continues in fellowship with God, then inevitably the last word must be praise. As God blesses us so richly with his power and his presence, it follows that we too should bless him with our praise. The first verse of this psalm invites the priest to lead the people in worship and addresses those who minister by night in the house of the Lord. The priests, I am informed, often worked in shifts, especially during the celebratory feasts that we were just reading about, and it was not unusual for services to go on through the night. Imagine yourself as a pilgrim to Jerusalem for the first time and unable to sleep because of all the excitement. What could you do, say, at three o'clock in the morning? Well, you could go to the temple and watch the priests worshiping and praising God. I don't know if you've already discovered this, but listening to people praise is contagious. Many times in my life when I have not felt like praising God, the sight and sound of others doing so has kick-started my own spirit and caused it to open up to Him in joyful praise. Praise that begins in duty is guaranteed to end in delight. O God, forgive us that so often our souls are sullen and sour when they ought to be soaring in joyous praise. Even in the darkest of life's experiences, help us to respond to you not with a sigh, but with a song of praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And I don't know about you, but I want to carry that thought with me of the priests just praising and offering sacrifices all through the night. Have a wonderful day. Love you all.